Okay, let's go ahead and get started. Welcome, welcome. Come on in, get settled. Hey, it's great to see so many people on the line tonight. Thank you so much for showing up. Um, you know what, I, I know that sometimes it's hard to, to make it an appointment to uh, show up and be on live calls, so I really appreciate that. Um, it just is a different energy when you get together live, isn't it? All right, so grab a paper and pen. We're going to take some notes tonight. Let's get started. Okay, so there are six things that you need to know to reduce negative influences in your life. Now, these six influences come from two different sources. And when they're present, they really keep you from reaching any goal that you set for yourself. So four of these negative influence sources are directly from you, and the other two are from the people in your life. Now, that might surprise you right there because most people think that the negative influences I have around me are really because of other people, right? Well, tonight I'm going to share with you the six myths about negative influence, okay? I'm also going to give those of you who are readers a few book suggestions because I know you're always looking for that. And I'm going to share tons of examples, okay? Are you ready? Awesome. Okay, I promise too that at the end of this call, I'm going to share with you a way to go even deeper into this material and how to work with me on more of a, an individual basis. Fair enough? All right, so before we start, let's set ourselves up for success. So first of all, go ahead and take, take a really deep breath and hold it. And go ahead and let it out. All right, go ahead and take another deep breath. Hold it. And let it out. And do that one more time. Deep breath in, hold it, and let it out. Okay, some of us have just had a day, haven't we? So let's just kind of release that and get ready. So now what I'd like you to do is just take a moment, and if you have to, close your eyes, but I want you to think about something that you're grateful for. It can be something big or something small. I'm grateful I had a, a, a wonderful walk with my husband this evening. What are you grateful for? All right, so finally, I want you to think about what do you want to get from this call tonight? Okay, what do you want to get? Whatever, whatever the answer to that one is, would you please write that down at the top of your paper? That, that's setting your, your intention, okay? All right, so now that we've kind of cleared the space, we have uh, thought about something we're grateful for, so we've increased our energy, and we've thought about our intention. We are now ready to receive, okay? Awesome. So you're probably wondering why in the world I'm qualified to teach on this idea of reducing negative influences in your life. Well, let me tell you. So I've been a personal development student for over 20 years, uh, I've been studying to get my PhD in education with a specialty in assessment, evaluation, and accountability. I know, I know, that sounds daunting, but really it's the study of how to take people, organizations, and systems through the change process, okay? I also started a business about 13 years ago now called Grow by One, where we help people do just that with many of the principles that I'm going to share with you tonight, 
Okay, so I've used these for myself, I've used them with my coaching clients, and I am so pleased and honored to be able to share them with you tonight. Okay, so let's do just a little imagination exercise here. Um, if, if you find that you want to do this with your eyes closed, that's perfectly fine. If you're doing something that that's unsafe, please don't do that. Because I know some, some people like to listen to these live calls when they're out taking a walk or working out or even driving. Uh, if it's safe for you to do so, go ahead and close your eyes and just imagine what your life will be like. What would it look like after you know how to identify and clear out negative thoughts from your own mind? What would your life look like if you could limit all of those negative influences from the people around you? Okay, so imagine hitting all of your goals, your financial goals, your fitness goals, relationships, career, business. Just imagine that for a minute. All right, how does that feel? Would that make things better for you to have that kind of a life? Yeah, I bet it would, okay? All right, so that's really the, the goal of this call tonight is to get you to, to understand how to reduce those negative influences so that you can have that life that you just imagined, okay? So the first of the six ideas I'm going to share with you tonight is on willpower and choice, willpower and choice. So many people believe that life just happens to you and you don't really have a lot of control over it, right? It's karma or fate or, you know, the gods have plans for us. But in reality, we all have free will and choice, don't we? So when you exercise choice regularly, you protect yourself from all kinds of negative influences. When you let the world, so your family, your friends, boss, government, church, etc., tell you what to do instead of choosing for yourself, it's pretty easy to live a negative life, isn't it? Now, we're, we're noticing this in the current COVID-19 crisis, right? There's a lot of rules and a lot of regulations, a lot of entities kind of telling us what we should and shouldn't do, and there's competing thoughts out there, right? And ultimately, it comes down to us to decide what is best for me, what is best for my family, what is best for the people that I am, I am living with, working with, serving, right? So if you'd like to, a couple book suggestions, well, actually, there's only one that I can really think of in this area, and that's John Maxwell's The 15 Invaluable Laws of Growth. If you know that this is one that you struggle with, get that book. It will help you, okay? So in my early 20s, probably to my early 30s, I had a problem, okay? Maybe you suffer from this problem too. And if you don't, you probably know somebody who suffers from it. My problem was that I was a people pleaser, okay? You see, it, if I was connected with you in any way, I felt that it was my job to make you happy, my parents, my husband, my kids, my in-laws, my boss, you name it. I even had to make sure other drivers liked me, okay? I thought I was doing the right thing by being nice. But what I didn't know is that I was slowly dying and giving my life away to some pretty negative people. And then in 2011, so actually just over nine years ago now, I began my day like any normal day. And by the end of the night, I was in the hospital, and I had had a stroke. Now, at 32 years of age, 
I went from making everybody happy to being able to do nothing. Okay? I couldn't care for myself. I couldn't care for my kids who were one, four, and six. Right? So I went from using my choice and free will to keep others happy to having very little choice in my life. Okay? After about a year, the doctors told me that I probably would never walk again without a walker. Uh, I would have a speech impediment. And I probably would never regain my cognitive function past a 10th grade level. I remember laying down in the back seat, and my husband and my dad were talking back and forth about what they were going to do with me, right, how they were going to care for me. And I thought, man, is that the kind of life that I'm going to live from now on where other people always have to take care of me? And I literally have no choice. And I I just couldn't get my head right with that idea. So I I developed a secret plan. (laughs) Um, And honestly, that's a really long story, and maybe I'll tell it to you later. But I made a decision right then and there. I am not going to live a life where others have to take care of me or a life where other people create my agenda, okay? So what did I do? Well, I, again, I came up with a secret plan. Um, I didn't tell anyone except for all of my therapists, physical therapy, occupational therapy, and on and on and on. And I got to tell you that one year from that doctor declaring that I would be forever different, I proved him right, You see, I I achieved three goals I had for myself. I ran my first 5K. Okay, so maybe it wasn't running. It was more like, I don't know, stampeding through peanut butter like a turtle. But I finished it. I didn't walk. Um, I gave my very first keynote presentation to about 600 people, talked about having a, a positive mindset. And I signed up to go back to school for my PhD. That was my secret plan. So it, the the person that I I was or who I should have been under those circumstances, you know, people would look at me and say, you know, you, you have an excuse, right? They would give me a pass in life knowing that I had it hard. But what set me apart? Well, first of all, you know, people will tell me all the time, Michelle, oh, my gosh, that was a, a miracle. That was amazing, Right. I was a miracle that you could you could be healed from that. And and I do believe there was a miracle, but here's what I believe. The miracle wasn't that I was healed in my body. The miracle was I didn't believe what that doctor spoke over me. Okay, cuz I had a choice to let those words in or not. Okay? So honestly, the only difference between that the Michelle in the back seat of that car and Michelle that's talking to you right now is one decision. One choice away from saying, nope, that's not the life I'm going to live. Okay? So when we do our um, retreats, uh, it seems like forever ago because we're actually in person, right? When we do our retreats, we focus on goal setting and achieving to really get to that free will and choice. But in a in a different way than maybe other people might have done that before with you. So sure, Absolutely, we set our goals, right? So we typically focus on five different areas, financial, physical, relationships, career, and personal growth. But what we do is we go into the process of asking ourselves bigger questions. So I'd like to challenge you to try this with me and exercise your free will, okay? 
Now listen, before I share this activity with you though, let me, let me give you just a little bit of a warning. Um, most people, in, in my experience, and really I was one of these people too, when they read a book or they listen to a podcast or they attend a training, they have no problem taking in the information. But when it comes to the exercises, hmm, maybe not so much, right? You know, Socrates said that the unexamined life is not worth living. I highly recommend that you do the exercises, okay? Just listening to this call tonight is not enough. Do these exercises. Now listen, I'm going to share them with you. I want you to write them down. These are going to be homework, okay? I promise you, you do these exercises, and it might take you, you know, a week, two weeks, three weeks to do them, but I promise you, when you do them, you are going to be able to reduce those negative influences, okay? All right, so this first one is really pretty simple. There's just a few steps to it. So the first one is to write down a goal. Okay, so I would highly recommend that you have a goal in each one of those five areas, but if you've never done goal setting before, just pick one goal and make it, make it simple, make it easy, okay? Write down a goal. Now the second step is a little bit of a we veer away from what other people do. The, the, the second step is to think about when that goal is accomplished, so what will you have, so something physical, what will you be doing, okay, so, so the activity, the words, maybe what others say about you, and who will you be as a person, so your character, okay? So, so here's an example. Um, uh, if I think about my health, one of the things I think about is that I can do all of the things throughout my whole day and be at the highest energy level possible, Okay, so the goal is uh, I do a simple 1 to 10 rating. So 1 being really low, 10 being high. I want to have at least an 8 on my energy level. Okay, so when I can live all of my days at an 8, 9, or 10 on an energy level, what does that look like? For me, what will I have? Okay, so that's something, something physical. What will I have? Well, I will have energy, right? I will have energy in my body. What will I be doing? Well, for me, there are things that raise my energy, such as going for a walk this afternoon, right? Um, another thing that I will be doing is sometimes I'll be taking a nap in the afternoon in order to raise my energy, which is what I did this afternoon. Knowing that I was going to spend some time with you guys, I made sure I had a really good nap so that I could have the energy I needed to be with you, okay? And what, who will you be as a person? Well, if I'm a person who is at the top level of my energy, guess what? I'm going to be a person who can serve others really well. I'm going to be a great mom. I'm going to be a, a much better wife, right? So when you, it's not just setting the goal. It's thinking about when the goal is accomplished, what will you have, what will you do, and who will you be, Okay. Now, the third step of that is, is to create an image that feels as real as possible to you, that really connects to that goal. So, you know, think of a, a picture or an image, or sometimes I like to create it as a movie, right? So if I'm thinking about, you know, graduating with my PhD, I, I often imagine me walking across the stage and receiving my diploma, okay? 
And here's the key that a lot of people miss. What you want to do is you want to repeat that image in the morning when, as soon as you wake up and at night right before you go to sleep. Okay? And it's a whole science behind some, some brain and mind things, but I'm not going to go into that. But if you do this process, you use your free will and choice to do this, guess what? You're automatically going to be farther than many other people in life, and it's going to help you reduce those negative influences. It's going to help give you focus. And when you're a person who, who meets and goes after and reaches your goals, guess what? There's a lot less negativity in your life, isn't there? Yeah. All right, so the second idea is all about the comfort zone. You know, some people look at their current life and they think, gosh, this is as good as it gets, right? I'm living my best life. And then 20 years down the road, they pick their head up and they wonder what happened, right? Because you see, humans as a species are inherently lazy, indifferent, and susceptible to weakness. We really love our comfort zones, don't we? Uh, We get a job we like, right? We learn how to do it well, and then we stop reaching for the next thing because we get destination disease, okay? We might go to a training, but we really don't put the ideas into practice. We might buy a a new dress or get a new car, but what we don't realize is that all we're doing with these small changes is we're rearranging the pillows in our prison cell. You see, the, the door to our cell is open and waiting for us to leave and grow into a new comfort zone, but we just don't go, do we? So when we decide we want something different and we know and recognize the lawful process of growth, we can begin to have the desires of our heart. So right now as we're recording this, we we just finished a 90-day program. uh, And honestly, I'm looking at the dashboard right now and I can see several people who have been in this program with us. We just finished a 90-day program that takes participants through understanding what their current comfort zone is, uh, addressing and going through that terror barrier, uh, and repeatedly growing. It's an amazing program, and if you'd like a book that's kind of similar, you can always check out my website. Later on, I'll give you some information. You can always check it out, see if that program's right for you. Um, But if you want to check out a book that's uh, along those same lines, you might check out Everything is Figureoutable. Oh, man, I'm completely blanking on the name now. So go on Amazon or, or Google it, okay? Now, as far as the comfort zones go, I love growing from one comfort zone to the next. And I actually really annoy some of my coaching clients, okay? So when they get their dream job, the first question I always ask them when they reach their goal is, what's next? Now, you know, they they always look at me like I have three heads and they're like, this is my dream job. What do you mean, what's next? And I just need them to know there's always a a what's next. Okay, I I didn't stop making new goals for myself after I ran my 5K, after I spoke to that first large crowd or after I started school. I continued to grow. I started my current business. Um, I joined the John Maxwell team. So for those of you who don't know what that is, it's a global team of speakers, trainers, and coaches. 
Uh, last year I started a podcast, and now we're in, in 46 different countries. Uh, I think tomorrow we're going to reach the 19,000 listener mark in one year. It's amazing. I've had the the opportunity and privilege of traveling to three countries to speak and train um, different people on leadership. So what's next? I have no idea. <laughs> okay, I really don't know what's next, but I know that there is a next. Okay, so what about you? What about you? What's next for you? Okay, I have another activity. So. This one is pretty simple. So what you do is you look back on your life and you do a sort of timeline, okay? So you want to find the successful events that you've had in your life and put them on your timeline. Okay, so some simple silly ones are maybe you got all A's for the first time in middle school, right? Or you won the state track meet in high school. Or you won a scholarship in college, right? So Really, you're just trying to find the times that you had a, a really awesome kind of win, okay? So you go through, and once you pick about five to seven of them, you don't need all of them, okay? But, but you put them on a timeline um, just to see, kind of tell your brain this is what we're doing, right? And then you go back, and for each one of those things, you ask, okay, so what are the things that I did I thought or I said that helped me to be successful, okay? So if, if I won that state track meet, okay, how, how did I do that, right? What did I do? What did I think? What did I say that helped me? What were the patterns that helped me, okay? Because here's the thing. One of the things you'll notice is that as you go throughout your timeline, some of the same patterns will show up. Because that's a pattern in your thinking. Okay, we call this your learning model of achievement. You have developed it over a lifetime. That is your current way that you achieve things in your life. So when you understand what your success patterns are, you can apply them to your current situation to easily and quickly grow to your next comfort zone. Okay? So this isn't a process of understanding, you know, what is, you know, this guru's uh, out here process. This is a process of understanding you. What is your current learning model of achievement? All right. So the next thing we're going to talk about are what Napoleon Hill in the Think and Grow Rich book calls the six ghosts of fear. Now, I'm going to introduce these to you. I really do not have my command of time tonight to really delve deep into them. Um, most people believe that uh, when you feel fear, anxiety, or worry, that it, it really tells you to kind of stop what you're doing, right? Uh, this makes sense to us because our, our brains in the past, you know, and in, in prehistoric times, they tell us anyway, uh, that when a danger was in front of you, that, that it was trying, fear tries to keep you safe, right? So if the bear is chasing you in the woods, fear tells you, hey, do something about this, right? However, our brain doesn't know the difference between something that's real or imagined. So it doesn't understand if it's a real bear or if it's an imagined bear, so you can be out walking in the forest and you can imagine that a bear is staring at you and you're going to have fear, just like a real bear if it was staring at you, okay? 
So we think that fear is telling us to stop what we're doing. In reality, if we truly understand what fear is, we might interpret it a little bit different. Okay? I know from years of experience that when that particular feeling comes, the feeling of like, oh, crap, should I really do this, right, that good things are on the other side of that feeling. Now, I often teach people how to make fear your friend, right? And I think we even have a podcast episode with that title. So what are those six ghosts of fear? This is something you're going to want to write down. All right, so here we go. And they're in order, okay? The first one is fear of poverty. Fear of poverty, not having money. Um, The next one is fear of criticism. And then fear of ill health, so disease. Um, Fear of loss of love from someone, okay, loss of love. Uh, The fifth one is fear of old age. And the sixth one is fear of death. Now, some of those are obviously pretty explanatory, right? And like I said, they are listed in order of prevalence. So that means that people fear poverty and criticism more than sickness and death. So people would rather, I mean, I thought this was great. I was watching a show the other day, and of course I was, uh, every time I come back to the, the script for tonight, I keep thinking about how can I make it better? How can I make it better? And this, uh, I, don't, I can't even remember which show it was, but the, the guy said, okay, so, you, you know, when you're at a funeral and you have one of two options, you can either be in the coffin or you can be giving the eulogy. For the grand majority of the time, people would rather be in the coffin than giving the eulogy. Okay, they would rather be dead than somebody criticize them as a speaker. I think that's hilarious. Maybe that's because I'm a speaker. But anyway, so which one of those do you suffer from? Okay, which one do you, because this call is all about you and reducing your negative influences. So I already shared with you just a bit about my fear of criticism, which showed up really as people-pleasing habits. And I would say if I had to choose one for myself, it would really be the fear of poverty. Okay, but I'm not fearful of not having money because, quite frankly, I can make money and, and I always have what I need. I always have, right? I struggle with fear of poverty of thought, So fearing uh, not having the ideas that can help other people and make money, okay? It's something that I'm acutely aware of, and I really look to make sure that I I reduce it on a daily basis. So I do several things. You know, number one, study. Study always gives me more ideas. For me, prayer and meditation, um, reaching out to other people who are, are kind of big idea thinkers, right? So if you really want to go more into this area, I can really think of no other book than Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Uh, I don't know of another book that really talks about fear the way that he does. So one activity that can help with this one, it's pretty simple. Um, It's basically just take an inventory of your fears. Okay? So if you had to choose one or two of those six fears... Which would they be? Okay, which would they be? 
You may even want to look back at the last activity, that timeline that you did, and see if there are any connections there. Now, I don't know if there will be or not. I'm just giving you a suggestion, okay? So, for example, many people who are excellent achievers and doers, right, they're, they're run by a fear of criticism. Something like, you know, I, I have to be the best at this. I, I just don't want people to tell me I'm, I'm bad, right? Or uh, a fear of the loss of love from someone, right? So if I don't win this match or this meet, my dad won't love me, right? Really just kind of hang tight with this exercise and see what it shows you, okay? So again, this is about you. This is about you getting to know you because if your fear, which let me tell you, your fear is definitely getting in your way because that's how that works. But how do you know how to combat that if you don't know which one it is and how it shows up in your life? It's much like the last example when you're talking about your learning model of achievement. How do you know how to achieve if you haven't figured out how you think about achievement? Does that make sense? Okay. So the fourth influence um, or, or source that we're talking about, the fourth idea is about your habits or your autopilot system. Most people believe that you need a lot of willpower to form good habits, but in reality, willpower only works for a time. So after a short time, you either must be highly motivated, okay, so you really, like for me, you know, when I had my stroke, I was highly motivated. Look, there was no more going down, okay? I was highly motivated. Or you build, uh, you have to build a new belief, okay? So kind of overriding those fears. So how in the world do you do that? Well, if you really, really want to go down the rabbit hole in understanding this and you're a reader, check out some books by Neville Goddard, G-O-D-D-A-R-D, Neville Goddard, and Maxwell Maltz, M-A-L-T-Z. Just look them up. They've got several books out there. Just look them up. Uh, I will tell you that they are sciency. <laughs> They're a little out there. Um, and, and they're in my, what I affectionately call my old dead guys club. Okay. So they're, they're written like early 1900s. Um, but it really does a great job of explaining this idea of your autopilot in more detail. Okay. However, let me give you a brief synopsis. Okay. So an airplane, if you think about it, is only on target during two points in its journey, when it takes off and when it lands. And at every other point, it's off course just a little bit, okay? But it gets to its final destination on course because of the autopilot, because of the program that has been programmed into that, that um, machine, right? It makes millions of tiny self-corrections to get to the designated point, okay? See, we operate the same way. We set a goal, so our destination, and our autopilot takes over. And we ultimately get to the destination we set. So we download the program for where we want to go using repetition and emotion. 
So remember that goal I asked you to set earlier, and, and I said, you know, imagine what is it going to look like, what's it going to feel like, um, what will you have, do, be, right? So really I was trying to get you to, to enter into this process of, of real goal setting in this autopilot kind of way. Okay, and one of the things that um, Neville Goddard and Maxwell Maltz talk a, a ton about is how to use your imagination and feeling in order to use that emotion to, to download that program. Okay, so you will only get to the destination you have programmed in. Now, here's the thing. I hear it all day, every day from hundreds of coaching clients that I've worked with. You say you want to go somewhere. So you say you want this goal, and your autopilot is programmed for something different, okay? You, you will only go where your program is set. So even though you say, I want this, that, and the other, you're only going to go where your program is. This is really good to know because if you're not getting the result that you want, you know you just have a bad program, and you can change that, okay? So you, you only get the destination you have programmed in. So if you find yourself having the same fight with your spouse over and over again, guess what? You have a program that runs on autopilot that gets you to that destination, a fight. If you have a habit of sitting in front of the TV and eating potato chips, guess what? You really have a program for, doing, for, for what to do at night, right? So you see, you can try to use your willpower or not to do something all you want, but if your autopilot is taking over, you're not going to last long. We often think our outside sources are the negative influences in our life, when in reality it's things like our autopilot that run the show, and we don't even know it. Okay? So one of the most simple exercises that I do with my coaching clients in this regard is we write down a result that you're you're getting that you don't want. Now, honestly, that's not usually the hard part because that's that's why they've come to work with me, right? So we write down the result that you don't want. And then I ask them to think through all of the thoughts, the words, and the deeds that they did or had that led to that result, okay? So, so not what somebody else did outside of you, right? But, but what did you do that led to that, okay? And sometimes some people have a hard time with that, right, because they want to kind of put it up or off on other people. But if you stay in the process, really think about it for a while, you can see that all the autopilot course corrections you made that you weren't even aware of it that got you to that result. This is really, really important. And if you stick with it, I promise you, you will find out things about yourself that you never knew before. Okay? All right, so the next one we're talking about is negative people. Now, finally, we're getting to the other people part of this teaching, right? I know, I know, I've kind of I've really, I don't know, maybe rung some of your bells, um, scrambled some of your eggs tonight uh, when I talked about you, right? You, you're coming to it and you're like, oh, 
Michelle's going to tell me how to fix all these people around my life and all these negative influences that come from others. And here I, I just spent half an hour telling you about it's coming from you. So, so let, me, let me share a little bit of love with you here, okay? So we are going to talk about other people, but really I need you to understand everything that happens in your life is because of you, okay? If you want to debate me about that, sure, we can do that later on, but I just need you to to just get that in your head because if you do, guess what? The flip side of that is also true. Everything that happens in your life is because of you and you can be in charge of it, okay? All right. So, I hear a lot of times, you know, that a negative person, usually, you know, my husband, my spouse, my coworker, drives me crazy and I can't do anything about it, okay? When in reality, now listen to this quote by Napoleon Hill. I love this. He said, keep your mind closed against all people who depress or discourage you in any way. Let me, let me say that one again. Write this one down. Keep your mind closed against all people, all people who depress or discourage you in any way. Keep your mind closed against all people who depress or discourage you in any way. You see, some people just kind of give off infectious negative vibes wherever they go, don't they? Yeah. So let me tell you about a special group of people that I call crabs, okay? They're, they're crabs, like the, the sea creatures, okay? See, when you boil crabs in a pot to eat, now, I don't do this, so don't email me and tell me it's unethical. I don't do it. I'm using it as an example, okay? I hear that when you boil crabs in a pot, one will try to get out by standing on top of the others, right? And then one of those crabs on the bottom will grab the one trying to get out. And, and this kind of goes on and on and on until all of the crabs are boiled dead, right? Now, they have no awareness of what they're really doing, do they? They're just trying to get their own individual needs met, right? Well, we all have crabs in our life, don't we? The people who are, I don't know, a little less aware, right? So I think about an easy example, children, right? So so we just had Mother's Day this past weekend. Happy Mother's Day to all of you out there. You know, children are just a little less aware, right? And at certain times, you know, we're, we're in this phase here in our house. Our kids are getting older that um, they they don't necessarily care about mom, okay? I know that'll come around. I'm not complaining or whining. I, I just think of, I chuckle because they're definitely less aware right now, okay? So a couple books, if you're interested, um, one of them is John Maxwell's Everybody Communicates, Few Connect. That one's a great one for um, just understanding how to communicate with anybody. And then another really good one is Dr. Henry Cloud. His Boundaries for Leaders. So he's actually done a whole series of books uh, that, that center around creating boundaries, which might be good. I found them to be very helpful for me. Um, but the Boundaries for Leaders one really talks about stress in the workplace and how you can um, understand what's going on inside of people's heads. And, and it really gives insights into these people that are crabs. 
so you can understand what do I do with this person, okay? Now, you, you know all those growing out of my comfort zone examples I gave you earlier, right? Well, let me tell you that when I was growing, yeah, sure, I had to fight that fear, right, the internal negative influences. But sometimes the crabs, those, those outside negative influences, were way worse, okay? I remember telling people I was going back to school, and very few people understood or even tried to understand me, okay? They just didn't, they were less aware, okay? Um, it, it's funny because I, I was telling this story to somebody earlier today that when I started to go back for my PhD, uh, I had a lot of people in my life, they didn't know anybody with a PhD, and they said, why in the world would you do that, Right? Now, I, I admit that every now and then I ask myself that question, <laughs> but um, they were coming at it from their limited awareness, right? I even have people telling me things like, I would be more successful if I did a Facebook Live video every day or if I didn't do a podcast every day, right? There's always going to be somebody who doesn't like what you're doing or feels challenged that you're living a better life than they choose, Right? They're, they're the crabs. They're trying to pull you down so they can pull themselves up. So a uh, quick question for you. When I was talking about the crabs, who came to your mind when I explained that? Okay, whoever popped into your mind, those are the crabs, okay? It's important to understand who they are so you can limit their influence in your life. It might be a very well-meaning person in your life you've been very close to, but if they're a crab, it might be time to let them boil themselves. So your activity for this one is going to be a people inventory. So I would invite you to, to make a list of 20 people in your life that you're the closest to. Okay, so closest, it doesn't, they don't have to be like your best friends, but they have the most influence in your life, okay? It can be personal or professional or both. And I want you to ask yourself, after you make that list of 20 people, are they a crab in your life, yes or no, and why or why not, okay? Are they a crab, yes or no, why or why not, okay? And that's it. You don't have to do anything with it. It's literally just to become aware of these people in your life, okay? All right, so the last idea I'm going to talk about is your inner circle. Now, I've met many people, even successful people, who believe something like this. I can do everything on my own, okay? And they have lots of reasons for believing that. Well, this one's a tricky one because it could be a negative influence for you as an individual and or for another person, okay? So, so what is an inner circle? Well, in the simplest of terms, these are the people, I don't know, usually between three, five, seven, a, a small amount of people that have the most influence in your life. Ideally, these people would have the same definition of success for you that you have for yourself, right? When you don't choose to invite supportive and encouraging people into your life, that means you are the negative influencing, hindering your success. Okay, let me, let me repeat that again because that's really important. When you don't choose to invite supportive and encouraging people into your life, 
That means you are the negative influencing influence hindering your success. Think about that. When you don't choose to invite supportive and encouraging people into your life, okay? When you invite others in, but they don't have the same definition of success for you that you do, they are the negative influence, and it's your job to gently disinvite them from your sphere of influence. Napoleon Hill says, deliberately seek the company of people who influence you to think and act for yourself. Deliberately seek the company of people who influence you to think and act for yourself. The people in our life who who want us to think like they do or who want us to live a life that they want us to live, they don't actually want the best for us. Now, they, they, they probably have good intentions, but they don't want our best for us. They want their best for us, okay? Now, the people in your inner circle, they, they help you make, make you better, right? They take you to a new level, and they point out your blind spots. So they might be uh, what I call book mentors. So again, my old dead guys crew. Um, They could be groups of people, right? Um, Coaches, mentors, honestly, even just listening to this call, right? So if you like a couple ideas or books on this idea, there's two that I'm going to suggest to you, and they're both by John Maxwell. Now, I'm sure you've noticed if you haven't in the past, uh, John Maxwell and I um, are friends and um, business partners. We we have traveled around the world together uh, doing different trainings and, and leadership. Uh, and so when I suggest his books, uh, yes, of course, I, I think that John's amazing, right? However, when I suggest them, you know, as I was going through through this book, it wasn't just which John Maxwell book can I plug. It was which book do I know is really going to help you with this, okay? So there's two, two books that might help you with this idea. The first one is called Winning with People. I love this book, okay? If you live with, work with, serve with, volunteer with people, you need to get that book. Okay, it's very simple to read. There's 25 people principles in there that will help you understand people better. Okay, another one is more recent. It's the leader uh, developing the leader within you 2.0. That one's a great one for helping you think through, um, you know, what you want and not necessarily what other people want. Okay, now. When I was exposed to the John Maxwell team and then later my mentors, Paul Martinelli and Roddy Galbraith, they really got me thinking outside my comfort zone, okay, in a big way. They were pulling me out of that boiling water and away from the crabs and showing me the kind of life that I could have if I just plugged into the right group of people, okay? Because that's really the key there is that when you're in a pot of of crabs, You can try to crawl out all you want by yourself, but here's the thing. They're always going to be pulling on you, right? Sometimes you need a mentor outside of that pot who says, hey, let me show you the way. This is how you get out, right? And my whole life has changed because I changed the sphere of people in my life. 
Now I can tell you that I regularly do an inventory of the influential people in my life and I ask if they are still positive or negative influence on me. Okay, sometimes I find that I outgrow maybe an author, right? Um, maybe their ideas just aren't sticking with me anymore. Um, or a friend, right? Maybe I've grown, but my friend hasn't. Um, even a coworker, okay? Sometimes I find that people that I've worked with in the past, it's just like, okay, I've grown in, in two, three, four, five years, and you haven't, right? Um, I, I rec This is a funny story. So I had my 20-year high school reunion, right? I did not want to go. There's nothing I can think of worse than that, honestly. Um, and my husband, who has a different perspective, uh, was a little upset. So the next year we went to his 20-year high school reunion. And I can tell you, now I know there's something worse than going to my 20-year high school reunion, okay? But the point of this is that during that time I realized okay, there are people here who are still living from 20 years ago, right? They have not grown at all. Okay, so what we're talking about here is, are you exposed to a group of people who are continuously growing? If not, you might need a new crew, okay? So when I outgrow this person, I, I gently wish them well, right? I don't kick them to the curb, and some people are still my family and friends, and I love them, and I still spend time with them. But I cannot let them speak into my life anymore and be a negative influence. You know, when I was trying to, to start my business and I had people say, why in the world would you start a business? Just go find a nine-to-five job like the rest of us, right? Hey, they, they were just trying to help me. They were trying to keep me safe, right? But Am I going to ask advice of the person who, who has the nine-to-five job, or am I going to find a mentor who's built several multimillion-dollar businesses? Well, I can tell you I chose the latter, and I'm better for it, okay? So if you're trying to do something different or new, are you being exposed to a group of people who are doing the new thing that you want to do, or are you still with the people who have the same thinking and habits and patterns that you are trying to grow out of? Okay, so the activity for this one, honestly, again, it's very simple. So I want you to think about, and maybe you can refer back to that list of 20 people that have the most influence on you. So pick the five to seven who have the absolute most influence on you, okay? Do they encourage you? Do they discourage you, right? It's as simple as that, okay? So put a plus or a minus. Now, there, you may find that there are certain people that have a lot of influence on you that you would want to be a part of your inner circle, but for whatever reason, maybe they can't, okay? So I'll just be honest with you. I love my husband dearly. He's an amazing man. He really is, okay? In his current level of awareness, he's unable to support me in certain parts of my business. He doesn't see the vision, okay? So instead of hurting myself with thoughts by sharing that, that part of the vision with him and him telling me I can't do it, I just don't share that part, okay? So I obviously I spend time with him. I love him. I, I want to be around him. I'm not going to get a divorce, right? But you see, I'm, I'm limiting his, his exposure in, in certain things that I know he can't handle it. Does that make sense? All right. 
Okay. So you see that most time we are our own negative influence, aren't we? And I know that is true for me. And we can do something about it. When we know these six ideas and really delve deep into knowing ourselves more, and we take simple action steps to bring more positive influence into our life, we can begin to reach any goal we set, okay? We literally can see the dream we envision in our imagination and live the richest, fullest life that we deserve. I promise you that, okay? Now, uh, a couple keys here as as you're going through and you're, you're thinking about these six ideas and doing these six really simple activities, right, which I said do the activities, right? I'm going to call... I, I was going to call out a couple names. I see a couple names on my dashboard right here. You know who you are. Do the activities, okay? The one thing I know is that most people discount the simple things. Because it's simple, they don't put weight on it. Simple changes the world, okay? Do the activities. All right, so let me ask you a question, okay? Is it okay with you if I spend about 10 minutes going over a special offer that I created to help you implement these activities, okay? And after that, I'm going to tell you how to get an ebook that we put all of this information in, um, as well as what I'm going to tell you now and the exercises all in one place, okay? So a huge shout-out to uh, my new assistant, Tessa Donovan. If you know Tessa, give her a huge shout-out. She did amazing work on putting together this ebook that shares all the information that I, I just talked about tonight. It's got all of those activities in one place for you. Um, it's, it's amazing. It's a great tool. So I'm going to share with you how you can get that at the end of the call, okay? All right, so you might want to write some of this down. It is a bit of some of information, so I'm going to try to keep it brief, okay? So this live call, of course, was recorded, and the recording is going to be published as a podcast episode immediately after I'm done, okay? So please, please, please feel free to share it out to those in your circle who you know couldn't make it tonight. I had probably a dozen people text me or email and say, oh my gosh, it can't be there. Is it going to be recorded? Yes, we always record these. We want to make sure you get it, okay? Now, the podcast, for those of you who don't know, is titled Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life. Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life. You can find it on uh, eight or nine different platforms, I think. And if you if you are not a podcaster and you don't know how that works, uh, you can always email me. I can get you hooked up, okay? Also, immediately following the call, I'm going to put a link for the ebook up on all of our social media sites, okay? So uh, our Grow By One site, if you look up Michelle Burkhardt, it'll go on my, my personal site. If you're connected on LinkedIn, it'll go on there as well. And the ebook, of course, is going to have the script with everything I just told you, plus the exercises. And listen, here, I put something extra in there for you. There's absolutely no way we could have covered that in this call, but I put an extra bonus reflection in there for you. So it's a self-analysis sheet. So what that is, it's um, a self-analysis sheet that basically it has 60 different questions in there. 
Now, you, you might go, oh, Michelle, 60 questions. There's absolutely no, re no way I can do that, right? They're very simple questions, and that analysis is really created so that you go through and you answer uh, the questions very quickly. You read them out loud and you answer it quickly. I answer these 60 questions at least once every week. I set aside about 20 minutes of one day every week and I answer these questions. If you want to know more about yourself, I guarantee you answering those questions once a week is going to help you. Okay? So that honestly is, is the equivalent of have the ebook and, and the self-analysis is the equivalent of having 30 minutes of free coaching with me. Okay? So all of that added up is, is a $200 value completely free for you. Okay? Now, for those of you who would like to go deeper, I am so excited. I am finally, I've been wanting to do this for a long time. I'm finally launching a six-week program starting on May 22nd, and it's going to be covering some of the content in the Think and Grow Rich book that I've referenced tonight, written by Napoleon Hill. Okay? So this program teaches you the 13 success principles that works for anybody on any goal in any part of your life. I promise you that, okay? And it's designed, of course, so that you can have my personal professional guidance all along the way. And of course, as is my way, I'm going to provide you with tons of bonus resources to keep you growing. I have already, guys, as we've been kind of thinking through this and planning it and, and building it out, I've already kind of thrown my assistance into some tizzies here because I always have these like epiphanies of, oh, we could do this and we could do that. And quite frankly, I think they're kind of sick of me, but that's okay because you guys get good stuff. So believe me, this is going to be something you want to have for yourself and anyone else that you know and you want to grow with. Okay, so if you have a spouse or a significant other, you have a teammate, you have a friend, you have a client, you have a coworker, okay, I, this one curriculum has literally changed my life, and I would love for you to experience it. So that would mean you get the call recording, the ebook, the self-analysis coaching sheet, the, the Think and Grow Rich program, right, all of that. So let me tell you about the things that are actually in the program. So first of all, you get the Think and Grow Rich in digital format. So there's no need to go to the store and buy it. You get it. It's like 300 pages, okay? You get the lesson guides to go along with each of the topics. So there's about 18 um, short videos, like 20-minute videos, okay? Nobody's got time to sit and listen to an hour-long call like this every night, right? 20-minute videos. And then I'm going to host six one-hour live Zoom meetings with the whole group to discuss, you know, what did you learn, what worked, what didn't, you know, what's your perspective on this topic, right? Which, quite frankly, I find to be the meat and potatoes of any growth program. So the, the teachings, uh, I'm going to include the lessons every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Just, just 20 minutes, long enough for me to teach the principle and, and kind of couch it in some examples so you can get it inside your head a little bit better, right? There's going to be a total of 18 videos, and you're going to have 24-7 access to this program, so you can listen to them as many times as you want. Listen, though, listen, because this is a little bit different. You have 24-7 access for 60 days. 
Okay, some of you have been taking advantage of a lot of products lately that are lifetime access, and I can tell, listen, there's a button in the program. I can tell if you've been progressing through that content or not, okay? So I'm telling you when you join this program, you're going to have 60 days. Now, I don't do that to, you know, have kind of cultivate that fear of missing out, not, not in any way, but to show you, listen, stay plugged in. Stay plugged in for a short amount of time. Get what you need here, right? Now, if you sign up by the start date, which is the beginning is going to be May 22nd, you're also going to get a couple bonuses. So I am working on a four-hour short course on the cri dealing with crisis and change. So how do you take people through the change process when everything is chaos and crazy? Okay, really targeting items such as problem solving, dealing with confusion, what to do with fear, and even that myth of risk. Okay, so if you're going to help people walk through change, this is a must-have. And I'm also going to throw in there the succeeding with challenging people video because let's just face it, we all have people that bring their own amount of drama to things, don't we? Okay, so the succeeding with challenging people course it's just a two-hour video, but it, it's really jam-packed with awesome stuff, okay? And, and there might be a couple other things up my sleeve, too. Um, for those of you who know me, you know there will be. Um, okay, so let's recap. All right, if, I hope you're still writing, but hey, if you, you've gotten lost, guess what? The ebook will have all of this in there, okay? So I, I recognize that we have very different personalities coming to this, this call tonight. Some of you haven't taken one note the whole night. Some of you have tried to write down everything, and you go, oh, good, we have an ebook. It'll tell me everything I need to know, okay? All right, so the live call uh, that we've done here tonight, which quite frankly is usually $99 for, for an hour of teaching, the ebook, which usually goes well, for 12 bucks, right? The self-analysis coaching tool, which is like 30 minutes of individual coaching with me in your ebook, is free to you, but it's typically $99, right? The Think and Grow Rich program, um, which would include the workbook, um, is usually uh, – $100 at least. The lesson guides are usually $10. The digital flip book, right, the 300-page book, is usually $25 on Amazon. The live sharing Zoom calls, which basically is group coaching, would usually be $450. The six hours of content delivered right to you, that should act, yeah, six, because about 18 hours or 18 videos, which would normally be $900. And if you sign up by five, by May 22nd, you get the four-hour crisis and change toolbox that's normally $199 and the succeeding with challenging people, which is $99. So all in all, whew, all in all, the content for this program would be $1,900. Uh, listen, I am not charging you $1,900, okay? There's no way. A couple reasons. Number one, I just don't feel like, I don't feel like during this COVID-19 crisis that I should be charging big money anyway. Um, but I really want you guys to access this, okay? So, but, but let's just say, what if I did charge you the full $1,900? Would that be worth it? Let's, let's think about that for right now. 
if all this program did was help you understand the lawful process of making your dreams come true, would it be worth $1,900 to ensure that you could actually get, you know, your dreams? Would it be worth $1,800 to you? $1,900. Okay, if all it did was help you identify pitfalls that might get in your way to reaching your goals and help you create a plan of attack, would it be worth it? Because, listen, you guys set aside time to plug into my work. Some of you, you know me very well. I see your name on the dashboard. You're returning, right? Some of you, you have never heard me before. This is your first time. Because you have sat here for an hour, you came here live, you, you, you said, you know what, there's something there, I know i got to be on that call, okay? And, you know, we're all still kind of reeling from the COVID-19 crisis. I'm going to give you the Think and Grow Rich program for, get this, $49. Seriously, $49, Okay. So some of my business partners, they, they were my mentors before, and now they become my business partners. Usually the minimum price for this program without the bonuses is double that, okay? But because of the issues we're all dealing with right now, we basically agreed that that whenever any one of us offers this program, we're going to reduce it to the $49, okay? So take advantage of it now. Okay, so guys, I am so excited. I have been sitting on my hands for three days waiting to make this announcement. If you are a member of our Empowered Leaders group, so that is our preferred membership group, so you've signed up in the last two weeks to our Empowered Leaders group, I have an exciting announcement. We are going to make the Think and Grow Rich program for you for free. Yes, you heard me for free. Listen, you guys really are my preferred members, and I want to give you privileges for saying yes to being a part of that group. So thank you for jumping in when I asked you at the beginning of our launch. So if you are a a member of our Empowered Leaders group, you get this program for free. If you want to know more about being in the Empowered Members group, let me know. Send me an email. I'll give you my email here in just a minute. Um, We still have half pricing on that for the rest of the week. So if you want to jump in that, then we'll throw the Think and Grow Rich program in for free, okay? All right, so what do you need to do? I'm going to give you a link to go sign up, okay? So, uh, So you're going to want to write this down. Now, I'll also put it on our Facebook page and and our social media so you can share it out, okay? So let me tell it to you in case you you don't go on the social media because I know some people don't. Okay, so the the address is https colon forward slash forward slash, okay? And then it's grow by one, so G-R-O-W-B-Y and the number one, Grow by one choice, C H O I C E, grow by one choice, dot my Kajabi, so that's M Y K A J A B I, my Kajabi dot com forward slash P L forward slash one 
173-115. Okay, so that is the link you can go. You can uh, put your information in. So, yep, tell me more. If you want, you can uh, read the material there. You can watch the video that will explain the whole thing. Um, totally up to you. Or you could just go and you could say, yep, I want this, and just hit the button and sign up, okay? So don't wait. Really, what's the point of waiting on this, okay? Do it. Just take a chance on you. Okay, if you have any questions at all um, or you need anything, feel free to email me at Michelle, so that's M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E, Michelle at growbyone.com, okay, for anything, whether it applies to this call or signing up for something or you just have a question, okay? Thank you so much for showing up tonight. Um, I know that we had this scheduled till 9.30, um, and I will here in just a minute. Uh, I'll release everybody, but if there's people that have a question, you, you absolutely can, can stay on and ask your question. So thank you so much. As we're finishing up, go ahead and just take another really deep breath. Take another deep breath. Hold it and let it out. Guess what? You did some great work tonight. You really did. We went through a lot of information very fast. So do me a favor and, and just close your eyes for a second. And think about one thing that you're grateful for. Just, just spend a few seconds. Just think about what's, what's something you're really thankful for. All right. You can open your eyes and, and write that thing down, okay? The thing that you're grateful for, write that down. Okay, now go back to the top of your, your first page there and look at the goal that you wrote down from the very beginning. Did you see what you needed to see? Did you get what you needed to get from tonight? Okay? Just check in with that. All right, now now think for me real quick. What is your next action step? Okay? Whatever your next step is, so not, not the next 10, 15, 20 steps. What's your next step? Whatever that is, I want you to write that down right now. So it could be follow the link and sign up. It could be email Michelle and ask a question. It could be ask a question on this call. It could be go and do the um, activities. It could even be, hey, as soon as Michelle puts the um, the ebook out, I wanna I wanna make sure I get that. Okay, whatever your next step is, write that down. Commit to yourself and your your action step. Okay. All right. Again, thank you so much. Uh, I really do hope to be spending some more time with you soon. Um, for those of you who, who will not be staying for any questions and answers, I release you into the wild. Go forth and prosper. Have an amazing day, and we'll catch you next time, all right? Awesome. Thank you. Okay, so if you have any questions at all, um, I forget, hmm, I forget the code for raising your hand. So one thing I'm going to do is I'm just going to unmute everybody so here's what I would like to do, you to do. If you have a question, um, go ahead and make sure that you're uh, not muted on your end. If you do not have a question and you're just kind of hanging out listening to other people's questions, 
especially if you have background noise, go ahead and hit the um, the mute button on your own camera, or excuse me, camera, on your own phone so that um, we don't hear your background noise, okay? So I'm going to go ahead and unmute all. All right, does anybody have any questions, any thoughts? What were your key takeaways from tonight? Or not? I love that. Open it up. Okay, you know what? I am seeing... Uh, about a dozen names on here, and they're all names that I recognize. You guys are all people that are kind of plugged into my work already. So I'm going to take this as a, hey, I love you, Michelle. I just want to hear you talk. And you guys know how to reach out to me. So if you have any thoughts or questions that you haven't already asked, because some of you have been even texting me throughout the, the call. So um, if you haven't already asked me that, and you need them, you know how to reach me, Okay. Awesome. Thanks, guys. I really appreciate you being here tonight. We'll catch you soon. Bye-bye.